Hi guys, my name is Nick, and this is the podcast A Random Wikipedia Article. Uh, I've largely abandoned doing completely random articles in favor of doing articles I find that are semi-random. Um, ones that I've found that I think are interesting, not necessarily completely randomly generated. But uh, today I'm piggybacking off of the subject that we did yesterday um, to read about photography in general, which was one of the um, theories that people had as to how the Belmez faces were created. Photography, also called projected thermography, psychic photography, Nengraphy and Nensha in Japanese is the claimed ability to burn images from one's mind onto surfaces such as photographic film by psychic means. While the term photography has been in the English lexicon since 1913, the more recent term projected thermography is a neologism popularized in the 2002 U.S. film The Ring, a remake of the 1998 Japanese horror film Ring. I don't know if you guys have seen the um, original Japanese one, but it's so uh, very much different from the American remake. It's good, though. History. Photography, also known as psychic photography, first emerged in late 19th century due to the influence of spirit photography. Hmm. Okay, spirit photography is a type of photography whose primary goal is to capture images of ghosts and other spiritual entities, especially in ghost hunting. It dates back to the late 19th century. Okay, um, photography has no connection with spiritualism, which distinguishes it from spirit photography. One of the first books to mention psychic photography was the book The New Photography, 1896, by Arthur Brunel Chatwood. In the book, Chatwood described experiments where the image of objects on the retina of the human eye might so affect it that a photograph could be produced by looking at a sensitive plate. The book was criticized in a review in Nature. Okay, so um, that actually reminds me of, and I can't, I wish I could remember this, but I can't remember where this comes from. But this idea that the last image that a human saw before death could be imprinted on their eye, on their retina. And so I think that some uh, criminologists or detectives thought that they could use this as a way to find murderers that had killed people. So I think that this um, idea was still going on probably around this time as well. So that's probably tied in with this, that belief that you know, an image on a retina is imprinted there. Which, um, to be quite frank, it sort of is for a little bit at least, because I've had for a long time now, I've had after images, and so if I look at something and then look away, especially at a blank surface, and this does happen to everyone to an extent, um, then I still see that image right there on that blank surface. And that happens, that's been happening to me for so long that it's become commonplace to me, because I see this just chronically throughout the day every day um but so it really does to an extent so i i can see some of the reasoning behind it um but the the way that i learned about that i believe was actually i'm a huge fan of giallo movies which are uh 70s italian erotic thriller slash horrors um and these films are some of my favorites. One of the uh, biggest um, Jallo directors was Dario Argento, the man who made the original Suspiria film. 
And in one of his earlier films, uh, Four Flies on Grey Velvet, someone who is murdered um, has their pupils, their retinas examined by um, someone performing an autopsy. And this image is gives a clue as to who the killer is. That's a really good film if you want to look into it. If you're into older horror movies, um, that is a really good one. And of course, if you're into Jello, I'm sure you've already seen it. Um, but yeah, sort of went off on a tangent there. Um, the psychical researcher Harward Carrington, in his book Modern Psychical Phenomena in 1919, wrote that many psychic photographs were revealed to be fraudulent, produced by substitution and manipulation of the plates. <clears throat> double printing, double exposure, and chemical screens. However, Carrington also stated that he believed some of the photographs to be genuine. The term photography was first introduced at the beginning of the 20th century by Tomokichi Fukuari. So it seems like this was sort of bigger in, in Japan. Um, skeptics, among them professional photographers, consider psychic photographs to be faked or the result of flaws in the camera or film, exposures, film processing errors, lens flares, flash reflections, or chemical reactions. Claims. Tomokichi Fukuari. Fukurai. Tomokichi Fukurai. Around 1910, during a period of interest in spiritualism in Japan, Tomokichi Fukurai, an assistant professor of psychology at Tokyo University, began pursuing parapsychology experiments using Chizuko Mifuni, Ikuko Nagayo, and others as subjects. Fukurai published results of the experiments with Nagayo that alleged she was capable of telepathically imprinting images on photoplates, which he called Nensha. When journalists found irregularities, Nagao's credibility was attacked, and there was speculation that her later illness and death was caused by distress over criticism. In 1913, Fukurai published Clairvoyance and Photography. The book was criticized for a lack of scientific approach, and his work disparaged by the university and his colleagues. Fukurai eventually resigned in 1913. Well, if that was uh, an idea for a quick money-making scheme, he completely failed at that, since it basically ruined his career. <laughs> so, and if he really believed in that, then that's kind of sad, honestly. Like, I feel bad for him if he honestly thought that he was just doing something important and scientific. Um, Eva Carriere. Carriere. Eva Carriere. In the early 20th century, the psychical researcher Albert von Schrenk-Notzing investigated the medium Eva Carriere and claimed her ectoplasm materializations were the result of ideoplasty, in which the medium could form images onto ectoplasm with her mind. What exactly is ectoplasm? I've heard of that before, but... Okay, yeah, because this is the sort of thing that you never hear about anymore within parapsychology. It was a thing that was bigger in the 1800s. Um, hmm, it is a substance or spiritual energy exteriorized by physical mediums. 
the physical existence of ectoplasm is not accepted. Of course, yeah, we don't really hear about ectoplasm today, even within the context of occult and spirituality and paranormal. Um, it's really not a thing anymore. Many purported examples were exposed as hoaxes fashioned from cheesecloth, gauze, or other natural substances. Hmm. I don't know how people fell for that, really. That's weird. Um, anyway. Where was I? <clears throat> Schrenk Notzing published the book Phenomena of Materialization in 1923, which included photographs of the ectoplasm. Critics pointed out the photographs of the ectoplasm revealed marks of magazine cutouts, pins, and a piece of string. Schrenk Notzing admitted that on several occasions, Carrier deceptively, Carriere deceptively smuggled pins into the seance room. The magician Carlos Maria de Herida, de Herida replicated the ectoplasm of Carriere using a comb, gauze, and a handkerchief. You would think that the person photographing this would be able to clearly see that this was fake. And I'm sure he knew. Donald West wrote that the ectoplasm of Carriere was fake and made of cut-out paper faces from newspapers and magazines on which fold marks could sometimes be seen from the photographs. A photograph of Carriere was uh, taken from the back of the ectoplasm face, revealed it to be made from a magazine cutout with the letters Le Miro. The two-dimensional face had been clipped from the French magazine Le Miroir. Back issues of the magazine also match some of Carriere's ectoplasm faces. Cutout faces that she used included Woodrow Wilson, King Ferdinand of Bulgaria, French President Raymond Poincaré, and the actress Mona Delza. After Schrenk Notzing discovered Carriere had taken her ectoplasm faces from the magazine, he defended her by claiming she had read the magazine, but her memory had recalled the images and they had materialized into the ectoplasm. Schrenk Notzing was described as credulous. <laughs> Joseph McCabe wrote, In Germany and Austria, Baron von Schrenk Notzing is the laughing stock of his medical colleagues. Ted Serios. In the 1960s, it was claimed that Chicago resident Ted Serios, a hotel bellhop in his late 40s, used psychokinetic powers to produce images on Polaroid instant film. Serios's psychic claims were bolstered by the endorsement of a Denver-based psychiatrist, Julie Eisenbud, who wrote a book, The World of Ted Serios, photo Photographic. Photographic Studies of an Extraordinary Mind, in 1967, arguing that Serios's purported psychic abilities were genuine. However, professional photographers and skeptics found that Serios was employing simple sleight of hand. Musuaki Kiyota Musuaki Kiyota is a Japanese psychic who claimed to possess psychokinetic powers. Kyoto was tested by investigators in London by Granada Television, and the results were negative. It was discovered that with tight controls, Kyoto was unable to project mental images onto film. He could only achieve success when he had the film in his possession without any control for at least two hours. According to magician and skeptic James Randi, K. 
Kyoto's Polaroid photos were apparently produced by pre-exposing the film, since it was noted that he made great efforts to obtain a film pack and spend time with it in private. In a 1984 television interview, Kyoto confessed to fraud. Well, that's obvious. You know, if, if someone's going to believe that, let them believe it. I don't think he needs to confess that it was a fraud, because I think that was obvious. Um, Yuri Geller. In 1995, famed psychic Yuri Geller began to use a 35mm camera in his performances. The lens cap left off the camera, Geller would take pictures of his forehead, and then have the pictures develop. Geller claimed the subsequent images had come directly from his mind. James Randi claimed Geller had performed the trick by using a handheld optical device or by taking photographs on already exposed film. Well, that was an interesting article. I um, kind of want to read some from the article on um, ectoplasm. However, I already closed that page. And these episodes don't need to be too long. So I might read ectoplasm tomorrow, but I, I kind of want to find a completely different subject and not make the entire thing about uh, parapsychology. We'll see. I'll see you guys tomorrow.